way back in 2012, we needed a new co-host for the Comixology podcast. We had a new guy working in account management, or whatever we called it back then, that seemed perfect for one singular reason. He had a copy of Roadhouse on DVD sitting on his desk at all times. It goes without saying that our episodes together were magic, at least in my opinion. It's been about four years since I recorded with Tony Ice. We had to talk 80s movies. Last time we recorded, I checked the tapes. 2013, November 27th. What was our last show? Was it you filled with mirth ju- and, <laughs> and joy? We were on the Comixology set. Yes. In the studio. We were interviewing Taylor. Oh. Uh, our merch. Team Org. Team Taylor Five Ties, we yes. called him. And you had just come from time off seeing the Yeezus oh, concert. concert. Yes, yes. How was that concert? Uh, Bring us back. I'm sure it was fantastic. I do remember uh, he did like a 30-minute break where he just... Ranted. It was sp- spoken word about stuff and everyone was <laughs> complaining. Um, like literally like shouting, like, just play the hits. Right. Um, so Sounds yeah. like the prototypical white man at the Yeezus concert. <laughs> Just play the hits. I just came over the hits. Was that the tour where he had like the thing, the, the he was, stage? Yeah, and he, he was, was standing like above like, everyone. Exactly. Yeah, I remember people complaining a lot about yeah. that one. Uh, yeah, he was. That's when he was like really, really going on a lot of rants. I do remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He was cr- I think he is kind of crazy. Do you think yes, he's crazy? I, I do think so. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think sure. that uh, as long as he doesn't kill anybody. Well, there's like someone. Um, if you cut off your ear for the sake of art, right? It's yeah. That's someone to say you're crazy, but you're creating beautiful art. So, bloody stump ear is right. beautiful. Yes. Everyone knows that. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you got your wife. That's how you guys met, right? <laughs> At a hockey game. That's. <laughs> she said, "I love your bloody stump. Please have marital relations with me." So and the rest is history. The rest is, as they say, history. Now we uh, talked offline to see what we want to talk about. Yes, and we eventually came upon Commando. Yes. Well, you, you know my love of horrible and awesome 80s action movies. Yeah. Um, Tango and Cash, easily uh, my God. top top three top, action films of all top time? Five, top five. Top three. Top five. I mean, because are you going to go to the spectrum of really, really good ones or really bad ones? Because they sort of gel in the 80s. They do, yeah. They gel. I it's mean, hard to tell. Right. I mean, I mean the, the combination of Sly in that suit and those glasses, and he's like a millionaire detective. Here's I don't even know. Did, did you explain where he gets what he gets his money from? He's a, he's like he plays the stocks because yes, remember his off time he's like looking at the newspaper yes, and he's 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 wearing this he like thousand dollar suit playing against character mm-hmm. because you know he's always been this kind of bruiser right yeah I'm slurring my words all the time <laughs> I'm, I'm Rocky in every movie yeah. but in that movie you know he's got the hair gel going on the mm-hmm. power suit and he's a cop peak he's wearing physi- glasses I think he was peak physical sly in that movie. No, peak physical slice alone is Rocky three and four. Mm. You can't get better than that. I'm not sure the last time I ever saw those movies. Maybe you, when I was like four. Okay, this is over. <laughs> we're we're done here. I mean, <laughs> this interview is over. How do you, you coleslaw right in front of you? Where'd yeah, that that's, uh, The woman was hand. She said it's a hot chicken soup or oh, something. Right. I took one because we're loitering. I I said yes. I'll have one of those samples. I never take samples. I, I don't even like to touch samples. That's how much I don't like samples, but I'm like, uh-huh. we're, I understand. We're just here, so yeah. <laughs> sure, I will pretend. We'll like, eventually get a parmy, yeah, chicken right. parm just, sandwich, just for the road. One you for the road. Speaking of Sly against uh, his character, I watched Copland again. Yes. a couple weeks great ago. Great movie, phenomenal. Great film. movie. He's great in that movie. Oh my god, he's great in that movie. That's the type of movie um, you can actually watch over and over again. I really mm-hmm. that, because it's a great story, and everyone gives a great performance. Phenomenal. I mean, Ray Liotta is doing the same character over and over again. <laughs> Coke-addled Ray, Ray Liotta. <laughs> right, it's just the same Goodfellas, but he's still great in it. It's uh-huh. still a great movie. The, uh, uh, I, didn't, I did some research on Copland. I tried to find like long-form articles on it. Yeah. I didn't realize that his career, he said it like t- that movie tanked his career for like eight years. Really? Because people were like confused by what kind of films he wanted to do. So that's really? why eventually, shortly after that, I think Cliffhanger was maybe like his last the hit com- before the com- that. Right. But after that, that's when he started doing those weird direct-to-video the, movies. Those B-C movies. Yeah. What, what's the, everyone does those that's, now. That's, what's that about? He, he says that's why, because people were confused by that casting, and they thought that's maybe all he wanted. Well, I think also, 
you have to have like a weird chip on your shoulder, right? You just go into like, you know, I'm not going to audition. I'm Stallone, right? Mm-hmm. You don't. I'm not going to read these lines. Just hire yeah. me. That's why right. part of it that he didn't want to admit Cobra. because I can't imagine him auditioning for an action movie, right? <laughs> like, I don't think anyone in the entire cast of Expendables one, two, or three. <laughs> actually red lines right they're just winging it they're just all winging it right they just all went to china they got like a billion dollars from a chinese billionaire and they were just winging it i think uh, mickey Rourke spent all his money on more facial surgery here's the weird thing it looks better right he went from like super handsome to grotesque right to now it's sort of it's like sort of because it's hard to come back. It's hard to come back from. You know whose career tanked from um, plastic surgery? I mean, lots of people, but um, uh, Meg Ryan. Really? Yeah, Harry Met Sally. Sleep I didn't know that. I love those movies. You know, I love a good rom com. I know you do. Besides action movies, I love a good rom com. Yeah, she got some horrible, like a mistake. Like, My wow, gosh. that's a, and it. She does nothing. I, I've seen it like in something that was unwatchable. I don't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unwatchable. Unwatchable. Oh. You just can't. I thought you, you named know. like a, a CD website <laughs> gossip site that you love to go to. Like, oh yeah, I saw that on Raunchable. <laughs> you better write that down. <laughs> That's a million Buy dollar that. hit right Buy there. Buy that. Yeah. GoDaddy.com. Buy the name of that website. Uh, Mickey Rourke, I just watched uh, Man on Fire again. Right. That was like pre-surgery. That was maybe like one of his last movies where he, yeah. started, he, he didn't start getting weird. Well, the thing is, so here's, I don't know, right? Because I don't know any super, super famous people. Besides you. Yeah. Um, I think what happens, because you're an actor, you're so vain, right? And you're just, you're just looking at your old movies. You've done like 20 or plus movies, right? And you're like, I look so good there. Now mm-hmm. I look awful. Age is catching up to me. Yeah. Let me go to this guy out so of the back the of the barbershop. Because <laughs> that's what, it looks like you got your work done. So <laughs> you couldn't come out of that surgery. And I don't know how long, you know, you're wearing your facial bandages. Right. And you're like, I look amazing. That's not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. No. Right? Do you, have you, um, you know, I'm the, one of the biggest Tom Cruise fans in history, maybe the biggest. Have you seen, um, I had like a midlife crisis when I watched Jack Reacher 2. Because okay. that was the first movie that, was that, that he was. That, that I did not like. Is that the first that Cruise really, movie that I did not like? That was horrible. Because but, I'm pro Tom Cruise. Thank Yeah. Here's we're the we're in the same boat. We don't need to talk about Scientology and no. any of his other weird stuff. <laughs> Let's talk about just Tom Cruise in a movie. Mm-hmm. He always gives it 1,000%. Yeah. And I've probably got a man crush on I Tom wanted, Cruise. I wanted to leave Jack Reacher yeah. 15 it minutes was, in the it was film. Bad. I felt ill. And I never walk out of a film, but it was bad. And I've, I had like a midlife crisis because I started to see his aging right. for the first yes, time you ever. you can see it. You can see it. And I don't it. know if he like pur- like purposely put on maybe 15 extra pounds but his like cheeks, yes. like he was getting old man cheeks, yeah. like they were puffy, like Robert think, Redford or something. I think they just offered him a really big check because it wasn't a good story. They didn't have the bland. same director as yeah. Last Samurai. It, it was bland. It was gar. It was just a garbage movie. It was like a TV film. It was like a CSI episode. What's the um, even the Mummy, which they should have. I did say that as had well. A, it should have had a different name, number one, mm-hmm. because the Mummy is a really popular franchise, so right. they should have renamed that. It wasn't a good movie. But it was better than Jack Reacher. It was. And the worst part Two, that Reacher I heard Two. was he like had a big hand in the in the script of that yeah. film, The Mummy. He mean, he needs to be hands off from now I, on. I, I think so. He's Except doing the for, new no, Mission Impossible. Stay, stay hands on on the Mission Impossibles. Mm. I like those. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Um, but also, just, you know, I, I pivot because my mind is a little sure. loopy. Starting like a squirrel. Russell Crowe was awful in the Mummy movie. Oh, yeah. This um, is bad. Like, you're hamming it up. And once again, are you on Quaaludes? Like, <laughs> your delivery is awful. Like, it's like you clearly do not want to be here. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, and he's Australian, it was almost like he was playing an American. Playing an Australian? Playing a British <laughs> actor <laughs> using an accent. It was like, what are you doing? Anyway, I... That was our movie tangent yeah. for this episode. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should start a rom-com podcast where we just watch romantic comedies. Uh, here's the thing. I can do that all day. <laughs> I can do that all day. Spoilers. That's what I do <laughs> right. with my free time. I can do all day. Uh, now, Commando, 1984, oh I think here's it was. The thing. Here's the thing. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. 
at his peak. That's peak Schwarzenegger right there. Oh, my God. At one point in the movie, he picks up a car. He's carrying a tree. I mean, this is peak Schwarzenegger. I, I said the same thing about Sly. He, yeah. I feel like he never looked better. When he yeah. was shirtless, I was like, my God. Yeah. Adonis. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know if they explain what happens to the wife. She's just dead, right? <laughs> she died during childbirth. Right. But he's raising Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. She's wearing overalls, right? <laughs> here's the one thing that I love. This is why I love 80s movies. And they do it now in modern day movies, but it's not the same. In 80s movies, the bad guys choose the best of the best to try to double cross. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm the best of the best because I've killed a thousand people with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. You want to kidnap my daughter and think I'm just going to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll do what you say. No, I'm going to kill everyone in your Amazing family. Amazing plot. He goes on a killing spree. I mean, where do we start? Where do we start? I mean, I mean you can start off with how Ver- he Let's would- start with Vernon Wells, the villain. <laughs> Bennett? <laughs> the worst. Bennett, he the looked worst. like he couldn't run a lap around a gym and he was allegedly the most dangerous assassin here he looked like mince meats right (laughs) he's wearing like this this (laughs) mesh this armor mesh plate mail ring mail scale mail he my god a hot mess one of the one of the most unopposing like i could maybe just slap him around and he would be finished at any point in time if he'd have broken out and started singing a queen song it would have made sense in fact in the beginning where they show him like uh he's one of uh arnold's matrix his crew and they're all the crew is quote-unquote all getting killed so the general goes to warn schwarzenegger which ends up being a trap so they show bennett as a dock worker. Right. So they're about to fake his death. Yes. But the way Bennett is like moving around, you're not a dock worker. At you're all. like you should be on a show. You yes. should be with Hugh Jackman in exactly. the greatest showman right exactly. now. Exactly. And I think he can't fake it. That's the problem. The only, and I love this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of loving the movie is how bad <laughs> Bennett is, Bernard <laughs> Wells. Yeah. And I think what you have to realize, too, he played a great villain in Mad Max 2, mm. Road Warrior, right? He's the, like, the henchman who's, like, hunting them down. Yeah. He's great in that movie. Amazing movie. Right? Great movie. Classic movie. Um, and, but then you see this pivot to the commando. <laughs> he's, been, and, he's been sitting on his couch for five years eating clearly, cheese balls. Clearly. You not have preparing. not seen any action at all. <laughs> which is why Dan Hedaya didn't send you down there. Yeah to do this job. They said, no, we need the best. And you're Bennett, you're clearly not the best. But you can go capture his daughter. His, yeah, right? his you child. Can, you can do that. You can watch her. Also, the yeah, what's his, uh, What's the actor's name who was like the pseudo general? Dan Adair. Dan Adair, His accent. Oh, awful. An abomination. God awful. Why would but you ever cast him to do that accent? that's why you love an 80s movie, yeah. right? That would never happen today. I think he probably owed the producers like a few <laughs> thousand bucks. And they were like, you have to do, clear your slate. Do this role. Because um, again, he's mailing it in, but it yeah. works, right? Uh-huh. You're, when, when, in the 80s, when you mailed in a performance, it was okay. Because everyone was pretty, pretty bad. Right. Like, I don't know if... Um, Schwarzenegger and Stallone would be the stars, the mega stars that uh, they were then now, right? Mm-hmm. They were just like young actors now. Uh, and I'm sure we could name off like some modern day young guys who are like mumbling through lines. Michael Dudikoff. Right. My God, what the shit? <laughs> He's right up there with Sly and, and Arnold. Oh, God. The one thing I, I really liked was that they, like, I think his character was German or they embraced, like, he was from Germany. I love that they just like unabashedly like embraced his his German accent because yeah. he even mentions like Germany in the yeah. beginning of the movie. Like, let's just get that get well, it out here with the accent. You have to because that's the other thing with a, a Van Damme movie, right? You're an American colonel, general, sergeant, <laughs> captain. Right. You don't speak English. How did you How did you join the American army, whatever <laughs> army you're in, in whatever movie you're playing? Right. Because mm-hmm. the, they have to have this little backstory. Yeah. And you're just like. Okay, let's not focus on that. Right. Because we'll worry about it later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good action movie, those are minor details that I don't need to really concern myself with. Mm-hmm. It's just, is it good action? Is the story slightly believable? And uh, I guess Commando is a believable story. I believe it. 100%. I mean, he's got, he's at top form with the one-liners. 
Yeah, uh, his delivery was on point it's on too. Point. Like total deadpan. Total deadpan. Nothing. One of the best. Right, um, you know, close to the beginning of the movie, he kind of kidnaps Radon Chung. But then she understands that. Who was a vision in this movie. Right. She was amazing. She's a vision. I mean, she starts off, rightly so, she was like concerned for her safety. And then she's like, nope, I believe you. I'm in, Matrix. I, yes, also, let's you're do very this. sexy. Maybe we should hook up right. later. Yes. That happened. <laughs> After we rescue that your daughter. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> that happened on the long plane. It was a two hour plane. It's a two hour ride. movie, and you're in love at the end of the movie. You <laughs> fell in love in two hours. I mean, you got to love that. Story. I love the plot device where. You, he uh, semi agrees to like help the bad guy. Yeah, I'll kill this dictator. Jumps on the plane. We have to jump on an eleven hour plane right. ride. He leaves the plane, kills the guy, and sets the timer. Like they'll find out in eleven hours yes. that I'm not there. This is how much time great. I have. Genius. That is genius because he's a military man. Mm-hmm. He's got that awesome watch. He's he's a total badass. Yeah. Another thing that I love about eighties movies, there's a lot of like, um, I wouldn't even call them bloopers. They were just kind of technical film errors where this one scene where he's, uh, they leave the mall. He's chasing the guy in the Porsche. You know, that guy, the Porsche is pretty crashed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next scene is perfectly brand new, you know, because the, the, the way they're filming the scenes, they're not in the exact sequence order. Uh, but I love that. I love to see those kind of little flubs yeah. um, because that's real to me. I understand, like, we're not going to go back and reshoot this whole scene. Just deal with it, fans, right? Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's no internet. They're right. like, they're going to see it in theaters. Yeah. They're not going to see it again for exactly. a few years. Who ever. cares? No, I don't, those people didn't think they would ever see this again, right? Because <laughs> right. The, the home movie market wasn't that huge then. Mm-hmm. Uh, tapes were like $100. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you, no one's buying a movie. I remember when I used to work in a video store, the MSRP for these DVDs yeah. was even like $40 exactly. still. You're like, not what buying are you talking about? What, how are you even selling this? Like, <laughs> yeah. You're embarrassing yourself by selling this at full retail. <laughs> but so he's, his one-liners are great, right? He's like, I thought you weren't going to kill me. I lied, right? He drops a guy off the cliff. I lied. Right? And his, his, it's, it's amazing. The best line in the movie, though, I'm skipping to the end, but mm-hmm. we, can, we can go all around. Sure. Instead of killing Bennett, they have a fight, right? Because... You know, apparently, even, right? Apparently, Bennett perfectly always matched. hated him. Right? <laughs> he has no muscle whatsoever, no. like none. He has absolutely no muscle. Like it's, it's like, it's almost like he's been working out at a Lucille Roberts. <laughs> he just he's got the leg warmers yeah, on. Just, legs my man. God, if he had had earmuffs, it would have <laughs> completed the outfit. So Schwarzenegger. Who knows clearly, like, you don't have a chance of beating me in hell. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way in hell. Um, but he's like, come on, let's dance. You know, and they both pull out these big knives, and they're dancing around. And Schwarzenegger, you know, obviously he's getting best the best him. of him. Yeah. Um, and then the one of the best lines of all, besides his lines in Terminator, right? The original Terminator movie. Mm-hmm. I think when he says to Bennett, Let off some steam, Bennett. It might be one of his best lines God, of all time. His delivery was unrivaled, too. You you pulled a pipe down off the wall, a hot steaming pipe. <laughs> you flung it at a man. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> perfectly. It did not waver. It did not wobble. And you killed a man God. with a hot steam pipe. How, how about when um, Bennett... Like, Matrix tricks him into having the knife fight. Yes. And Bennett is, like, losing it. He's losing his physically, mind. sexually. Mentally, yeah. He's, he's, he's like, he's frothing. He, I think idea. he probably <laughs> his leather jeans and his jeggings. He was so happy to have this opportunity. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. God it was uh, like, amazing. That's when you want to see it. I, I noticed, I've never... I didn't think it was real or not. So I, wouldn't, I didn't want to click on it, but mm-hmm. I, there was like a director's cut of this movie. I can't imagine what's in there. I heard that there was a, a few right. minutes longer where like right. the, the guy's arm gets cut off. It's a little bit longer. Yeah. And um, the, where the guy gets the saw blade in the skull. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that. Oh, you know what I love too? I'm jumping around, but I'm gonna yeah. come back to my point I was just trying to make. Um, in the beginning, when they originally kidnap his daughter and they cut his brakes and like, kind of pull all the wires out of the right. his truck. His, his Bronco. Right, his Bronco. Sweet Bronco. Um, he pushes it down the hill. Yeah, why wouldn't he still start it? Yeah, he just, because he was like, <laughs> I know this is going to wait. This is a wait. I can't, I don't have time to waste. <laughs> Schwarzenegger muscles, I'm going to push this down the hill. And it was on a perfect hill mm-hmm. that every time they went around, that he would kind of yeah. just miss yeah. them or meet up with them, and he would which, still take me out the back. Doesn't guys. even really make any sense. Right? It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> there's there's no way you could control the speed 
I, I thought when they cut the engine, I didn't realize that the brakes were the thing they cut. I just thought they just totaled the engine because when they hit, when they go by, he's like, uh, he doesn't have any brakes. Like, well, you, that's, you have to explain that because you yeah. have to think about this. He doesn't have time to change the tires, right? They're kidnapping <laughs> his child. He doesn't have time to like call the mechanic. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he could have fixed it, yeah, right? With his but he's hands. like, I just got to, nope, downhill. I'm just going <laughs> to push this down the hill because they've got my daughter. Even though he could have died, he could have right. hit a tree and died. And they would have still had his daughter. But he knows that right. Forest. He knows exactly. And, like the back and again, of his it's hand. only five minutes of the movie. So yeah. How about him knowing uh, that someone was coming because they were downwind? Yes. And then he referenced that to the soldier, and he's like, "What? What the f are you talking about? Downwind? <laughs> <laughs> like even the general said that these were two of the best. Yes. And how do they not think of that? One of the best. Let's be clear. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was, but you said the general. That's what I was going to say. That classic movie trope where so Schwarzenegger or any hero of a action movie kills everyone. I've mm-hmm. killed numerous people right innocent bystanders who sadly were shot at the mall or <laughs> you know people. such things right uh, but I've killed all the bad guys and then finally the army shows up and he's like did you leave anything for us yeah and they kind of laugh at all right because I know you killed like a hundred people today <laughs> and that's like and they you know basically it could have ended with like a high five like um <laughs> But they were like, you know, I'm not going to come work for you. I got to raise my daughter, right. and I got also, this new, I got this new girl I just met. So yeah, I'm going to you know. hang ten yeah. for a little. How was the general's first thought? You got to join join yeah. up with us. You got to come back. You got to come your, back. How are you? No. How's your daughter? Is she okay? Who's this woman? Yeah, there's no, no like none of that. It doesn't even make any sense because he, he no, went to go check on him before. He knows. He knows that Matrix was. Yeah, fine. he knows Matrix. He's like, I know you're fine. <laughs> I know that I'm going to have to pay a lot of money to this city state local <laughs> government be in litigation for decades <laughs> but it was all worth it also, in a different world there could have been like five commando movies like if this had come out now with like the rock who is like essentially the new yes. Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger right they could have had like four or five of them. like taken yeah. taken's had like 10 movies yeah you know I sadly watched taken three <laughs> and I mean it's, it's awful is it a I rom-com mean, it's, it's it it's just a really, really bad movie. Wow. And they should have made it, right? They should Worse have made it. Worse than Jack Reacher 2? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really, really bad. I actually don't... Um, like, I follow... Obviously, I'm a wrestling fan. I follow The Rock forever. I love um, The Rundown. Uh, great movie. Walking Tall. The Rundown is a great underrated. movie. I think underrated. Great it was movie. Like, it was like um, BC Rock's what's, career. What's his name? Sean... Uh, William Scott, yeah, Sean William Scott, something like that, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened to the guy. I think Dead, he's doing maybe. like those kind of direct-to-video mm. uh, I, I weird actually, movies. I don't like The Rock now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he's he knows he's too smart of a businessman. Where I, it like weirds me out. Like everything he does. Do you like him in the um, Fast and Furious movies? I thought he brought some freshness I, I to like, those movies. Yeah, I like those, right? Because yeah. I like, could totally leave Vin Diesel. Yeah, he's not on my sure. list of anything. I still can't believe he's like the most like he made the most money out of movies. It like makes me ill. That makes like no how's that possible? But like his his career trajectory, like I read a few interviews. Did you know his like ex wife is the manager of his like production firm, The Rock? Really? Yeah, they're still they still work together. So I read an interview with them because they're getting like super popular. He's doing all these blockbuster movies, which aren't you know all very good. They're, they look pretty shady. San Andreas. Yeah, and the other one. I mean, he's had like three building movies. Yeah, that it's, Twister. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, they did an interview where they just trump themselves up and, and they, they talk about how The Rock's appetite is very big. And he's like, we also just took on Henry Cavill. He's got a huge appetite. So, like, I'm reading between the lines, like, you guys like to make millions of dollars. Right. Like, it just, like, grosses me out. Right. Like, but good for him. He's, he's finally got to the level that he's tried to for years. Remember, he, like, floundered. He had, like, those direct-to-video movies. Yeah. But... Yeah, he just weirds me out, The Rock. He like he knows he's what he's doing. He's, yeah. a to- he's like more businessman than I guess I was right. ready for. No, I could totally see that. And another one of his new movies, but I think I think Rampage. should probably Rampage. That's a bad idea. The, based on the bad video idea. game. I saw the trailer and I just can't a, even yeah, I, bring myself I to see it. I would never go see that movie. Like I would never. He hasn't had a movie come out where I'm like, man, I got to see me, that. Like Baywatch was a bomb for him. But let me let me just Jumanji was all right. I didn't see that, but it looked better than Rampage. Yeah, I wouldn't go see Rampage if I was um, if a child at the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> that was their wish right, for you to take them. That would, I would have to say no. I would say no. That's that's how much I would not I'm want sorry, to see that Billy. movie. Yeah, it's not happening. Sorry. Uh, Let's watch know. Jack Reacher two. 
just I just paid forty dollars for the VHS. <laughs> Did you hear that uh, Tom is rumored to be in a new Quentin Tarantino film? See, uh, so I'm totally into needs, that. Yeah, totally. So he needs. So here's the thing: <laughs> big action stars, right? I love Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides Jack Reacher too, and I'm sure he's done something else that I'm like, what? American the? Made came out last year. Uh, it was that, okay, but you know, he was he was literally just being Tom Cruise in that movie, right? Which is not a bad thing. I mean, that's why people great love him. hair, right? Great, right? The, the hair, when he grows the hair out, come on. <laughs> um, but someone like Tom Cruise and a Will Smith, you need to do a different type of movie. Like a Will Smith, I don't even know if he has the range anymore. If he ever did to do like a Tarantino movie, right? Man, can he's, you imagine? He's in this weird space where I think you're still trying to like play to like family audience or something, but that's not he's working. He's in Scientology for you. too. Yeah, not that we're going to talk about it. Yeah, you know, right. It's a Scientology free zone, judgment free zone. But think about the two of them, like in a Tarantino movie, right? My God, weren't they rumored uh, the original cast for um, Inglorious Bastards? Wasn't that supposed to be like Eddie Murphy, Adam Sandler? Uh, I think Will Smith. Like he, what the original thing ca- sounds ridiculous. The, right ori- now. the original cast for Inglorious Bastards when he wrote the script was like insanely amazing. And it didn't that happen. I mean, that movie's still phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great movie. That wouldn't have worked yeah. at all with any of those people that you just said. <laughs> Can oh, you, you know the that? other bomb, the other Tom Cruise bomb, Valkyrie. I actually have never seen it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I'm one a, in space. Again, huge Tom Cruise fan, but yeah. yeah. Oblivion? Obliv- I love Oblivion. That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Great soundtrack. Too. No, you know the best, so the best recent Tom Cruise movie. Live, die, Live, die repeat. Repeat. Great movie. Underrated. Uh, they, mm. they mucked up the title. That yeah, is a that great, strange. great, great movie. Who's the director? I think they're teaming up again uh, something. Yeah, I can't remember. We should probably just Google that real quick. We'll, we'll get our intern yeah. on that. Yes. Show intern. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that really, really good movie. And I think it just didn't get enough traction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, I, and I think that suffers from that kind of, you have a lot of movie going audience who are kind of burned out by Tom Cruise action yeah. movies. But that was a really good one. So like you miss out on that. Um, how about um, Arnold Speedo in the last act of the movie when he's doing yes. that little rowboat? Yes. Believe here's, it. Here's, it's a, it's a thong. It's one of those. You ever um, you're watching TV and you see a cologne or perfume commercial and you're like, what the f- is going on here? What? Did I curse on here? Oh, yeah, you just did. <laughs> I, I don't know. Twice. I've cursed twice. <laughs> I didn't want to. Um, and you're watching this, and but that's, it's like you could take him from there, put him in a cologne perfume oh, yeah. commercial, and people would buy it. If you're Radong Chong, how do you not just lose it at that moment? Yeah. You see him unzip and get into that, in that boat? Yeah. If you're taking a trip on a boat, and you need maybe a scarf or a beanie, consider Half Double Design, not your granny's crochet. You're hanging around on a boat with, uh, you know, Arnold. He's half naked. You're his lover wearing crocheted beanie scarf. You're warm. His love and this crocheted product is warming you. Amanda's waiting to hear from you. You won't regret it. Check out halfdoubledesign.com for more. And he's got, like, negative body fat. How can you be that big, right, of a guy? And he's got... Perfect, but that's perfect conditioning. You got tremendous. Love it. How about the uh, the last shootout scene? Felt like it took twenty minutes. He was shooting people for twenty plus minutes, and it's a ninety minute movie too. Here's the thing: where do you sign up to be a henchman? <laughs> what type of benefits do they provide? You know you're gonna die. They're useless. You know you're gonna die. I mean, you're running out in droves, like a video game, right? You're mm-hmm. just you're fodder. You're cannon right. fodder. Is there like a plan, like a a life insurance policy that your family, because why would you take that job? I mean, also where are they stay? They, oh, I was. I just answered my own question. Where are they stationed at? They have those huge bunk buildings. Yeah. Where they're all just sleeping. Yeah. Like, they're for just, what? They're just hanging around. Why? Why would y'all sleep in one giant building? Just blow it up. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me. What you just said makes way too much sense, right? And that's why. So you can dissect an action movie right and be an a-hole about it mm-hmm. or you can just go with the flow right yep i mean honestly what type of payroll was that what's the overhead <laughs> on just having this many guys because you got to feed them right yeah food Where's clothing shelter from? right i mean he probably stole some right, right. he that was exiled he was in, but right. sure. that mansion it's got a cash chest right. yeah it's filled Here's with cash bed. and jewels um 
But I just don't understand why the people who sign up to be henchmen, right? When you work for any evil organization, it's not going to end well. I mean, you'll have some good times. I'm sure they have a great, you know, holiday party. They, but po- they play poker overall, every night. Right, exactly. But when it really, Rom-com. when the shit really hits the fan, <laughs> you're going to die. It looked like they'd never fired a gun before. Yeah, I remember the, you mentioned the, the the gaps in the movie, but like when he was running around with a gun, there was one point where he wasn't even shooting, and some guy like flew back <laughs> yes, as if he was shot. Right, no, because it was like we may edit that in where you may get shot, so just just pretend. <laughs> yeah, great film. Shocked that there were no sequels. It's probably, was, better, it's he, probably better that way, though. What? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Looking back, what was the movie he did after this? Do you remember? Or what were some recent ones that he did after this? Um, well, he did a lot all at the same time, right? So you had Commando. He did Roar, Roar, Roar. I, I can't, can't even say. say is it the yeah, first time you ever said that word yeah, out loud? What the what the H? <laughs> um, Predator. Mm. So he was doing like these back to back, like really big blockbuster yeah. movies. Um, that was basically, you know, he's pretty much the same character, right? Until he did, um, oh, so here's here's what's interesting. So both Schwarzenegger and Stallone, they were doing you know back to back action movies, and they both kind of diverted. Um, Kindergarten Cop, underrated movie, sure, because it's got some few funny bits in it. Schwarzenegger tries his hand at comedy, <laughs> and then Stallone does stop our stop mom, our shoot. shoot. <laughs> I mean that that was awful. I don't think I've ever that seen that. That was awful. It. But he did a he did another movie where he's the head of the mob family. I've seen the I've seen the cover for that movie, and I think his somebody wants to marry his daughter or something, and hijinks ensue. Mm-hmm. Right, so they tried like these other things. And they realize this sucks. Right, I mean, Schwarzenegger had better luck with the comedy stuff. He did uh, Twins. Danny DeVito oh, yeah. does a good team up, right? And then they did uh, another movie after that. Um, where he's pregnant. I don't know the name of that one. Junior. Yes. Um, so he had some success there. Also, the last action hero is an action movie, Probably, but also I think his comedy. most underrated film. Yeah. I love Good that movie. movie. It's too long. It's four hours. <laughs> it's a six-hour movie. <laughs> like movie. The first three hours is black and white, and then it... You know, <laughs> That movie was way ahead of its time. The jokes it was. Go, are so yeah, smart. Like, they're was. too smart. Great film. It's a great movie. Um, Six hours. Speaking, yeah, it's an eight-hour. It's a documentary. <laughs> Ken Burns a, is his last Burns. action hero. <laughs> let's let's uh, divert for two seconds. Um, Bruce Willis. Mm. He had some, obviously, Die Hard, right? Yeah. Now, the first one is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's a masterpiece of action sure. filmmaking right um, because it's believable McClane. it's everything it's yeah right McLean <laughs> McLean <laughs> but he's great he's that great that wasn't that a movie. clip that I just spliced into the show that oh, was me god that was perfect that was you nailed it perfect villain perfect yeah. story and the hero is not perfect right mm. so that makes it actually a better movie um, and then he did, you know, a few more. I think they're up to like Die Hard Six, right? Die Hard Ten. They might be eight. I think they're making a new one. It's Die Hard yeah, versus Robocop. <laughs> I just made, <laughs> just made that up. They're supposed to do a new one where it like shows him as a young cop and as an old cop at the same time. See, Something what? weird. No, they. I don't know. That's that's the movie Frequency. <laughs> that's Frequency <laughs> Two. Die Hard Eight. <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> Uh, Bruce oh, Willis. So he, another movie that I really, really love, which is a piece of garbage of a movie, <laughs> Hudson Hawk. Have you ever I've seen never, that? I know of it. I've oh never my seen God. It. I mean, it's, it's awful. What is he, like a it's, cat burglar in that yeah, or something? Yes, exactly. He's a cat, <laughs> right? No one even uses that word anymore, right? But yes, that's exactly Bring it, what it back. is. Yeah. And it's... I've watched, I mean, you know me, I'll watch a movie like 10, 20 times, 30 times. <laughs> In a row. <laughs> back to back. So sicko. Just binging the same movie over and over again. <laughs> oh, that sounds sad. One of the, uh, one of the ideas, not to pivot away, but one of my ideas for a podcast was just watching Cocktail every <laughs> week and then just watching See, that again and again and again Once every again, is it Cocktail or is it Top Gun? Where did I fall in love with Tom Cruise? Which movie was it? Yeah. Because Legend. 
it was not no it was I will say it was not legend although I love that movie but it was not right. legend here's the thing <laughs> this is gonna sound weird Tom Cruise going from um what's the movie with all the guys in it um, Pearl Harbor. No, like his, one of his first movies with all the oh, uh, with, um, like yeah. Charlie Sheen, Emilio uh, Estevez, Young something, uh, Boys. Yeah, what was that? I movie? know what you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, based on the book, right? Exactly. So that movie, Legend, and a movie like Risky Taps. Business, right? Taps. Taps. He wasn't Tom Cruise yet. He was this rising star, but he was still like pudgy. So it was he wasn't working out, right? Mm-hmm. Around Risky Business, he starts to work out, and then obviously you hit Top Gun, and it's like. My God, where's this guy been on my life, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the difference there. So you look at a movie like Legend, right? He barely even looks like Tom Cruise. I don't no, know if he's got some work done or something. Some, some subtle work done. Some, his, I think his yeah. teeth. I think he's done something with yeah, his teeth. Yeah, he definitely that's got his teeth thing. done. Um, yeah, he had that long hair in Legend. Yeah. Uh, and I love that movie. But For no, sure. I, yeah. I think it was more of the, like, the over-the-top action movies where, you know... I can just insert myself and I'm flying a plane, I'm driving yeah. a car. I, I just rewatched Mission Impossible 1 mm-hmm. for the first time in a while. And even then, he's still like a pre-action movie Tom yeah. Cruise. It's like the last movie he did before he was like full on. Exactly. Act. He looks so young. He does. He look, and, But that was a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I think the Mission Impossible movies start to get really good with Mission Impossible 3. Oh my God. Right? Yes. Where it just it like kicks it up. Exactly. Kicks it up a notch. Starts with the end. Exactly. <sighs> it's a great movie. <sighs> Great. <laughs> I'm like Bennett right now. God, I could watch Mission Impossible uh, 3 over and over again. I, I totally agree with that. I think that might have been like, was that like J.J. Abrams' first feature film? It I mean, that was like the perfect combination yeah. of a young J.J. Abrams, Tom Cruise, yeah. Mission Impossible franchise. Oh, my gosh. And that's I think that's also, um, I think what's underrated about Tom Cruise is actually being able to like pick out like those kind of movies and working with the right people Mm -hmm. right to make like these movies that you know and if someone else was doing these movies it would just be like a forgotten like these would just be forgotten movies well Jack Reacher was like almost forgotten because the way they marketed that movie it looked like dumb but it was a really really good movie yeah it was one of his best right and then they ruined the franchise by just rushing I guess they were rushing I don't know what happened it was just I mean they had other books they had other books to choose from I don't know why they picked that book yeah it was just a bad choice I don't know Um, Tom Here's the thing, you know, we didn't talk about because I don't think I really need to talk about my love of Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Was the last time you watched that movie? Six months ago. So anyone maybe. who's listening to this, who listens to this, um, I'm not gonna say watch Roadhouse. I'm gonna say go out and buy it, right? <laughs> own it. You need to own that movie. When you, need you first to- started, uh, when you worked for Comicsology, you had a Roadhouse DVD on your yes. desk at all times, and yes, when I, I saw it, I knew that there was some, there was a connection, yeah, a bond. Now a lot of people, I've tried to share my love of Roadhouse with people along my journey my life journey some people get it some people are like this is garbage why are you watching this and they delete your and those are the people who i don't speak to anymore yeah. right those they're no longer in my life um it is another ridiculous over the top 80s movie but you have to love it mm-hmm. i if i didn't love the movie so much i'm sure it's an awful film i'm sure it is probably <laughs> one of the worst films ever but I think what happens, it's so bad that it becomes good again, yeah. right? It's just, it's. So, I mean, the whole premise is ridiculous. You, he's, he's probably the wealthiest bouncer in he, the history of the country. He has a degree in philosophy. <laughs> he drives a Mercedes, <laughs> and yet he's a bouncer, right? Do you, his take home is like, uh, it's like five thousand a week <laughs> in 1980, yeah. whatever he's, year it was. And and he's living like a very nomadic type of yeah. life. Um, you know, gave the car away to like the. It wasn't even the parking attendant. This is a guy some sitting home, outside of the parking garage, guy. right? Yeah, here's here's yeah, he's like here's my yeah. He's like yeah. Um, you know, he has a best friend slash mentor who dies in the movie. Um, it's a great movie. It is. It's a great movie. Fantastic. Here's what's interesting that I think a lot of people, um, if you are really into '80s movies, uh, Joel Silver has been involved in a lot of 80s movies. Like, he's just been... um, But, you know, he did the... um, What's the... Miho. That's what his mentor says. Hey, Miho. (laughs) Come on, Miho. The name's Dalton. Um, No, Joel Silver, the producer, um, did the... um, What's the... Superman movies? 
Right, did those, but also, what's the uh, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover? Maverick. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. (laughs) He's been, he's done a lot, he's had his hand on a lot of these, and I think that shaped a lot of, Mm -hmm. kind of, that kind of love that you watch a lot of movies that he's been attached to over the years. Um, And you'd be surprised, like some of them you're like, this movie, how is he such a big famous Hollywood guy, and you did this piece of garbage movie. Um, But no, I I love the movie Roadhouse. it's it's the he's perfect. always wearing like silk pants it's, and shirt. It's it's a very blousey time period in America. <laughs> uh, Especially know, if you're a bouncer. Yeah, big hair, you know, boisterous hair. Yeah, the baggy vo- the pants. volume that he's able to yeah. pull out of that scalp. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I forgot to tell you. I watched um, Point Break for the first time like for the last first year too. Time. Yeah. The original, not yeah, the remake. The original, yeah. That's a good movie. H- H- Patrick Swayze's hair in that movie is he's even more amazing. I can't because I he's got even highlights. It. He's got like yeah. sun-kissed beach bum highlights in the God, movie. I love it. You, you got to love that movie. Uh, the one thing I couldn't wrap my head around, I think, was Keanu Gary Ch- Busey. <laughs> Everything about Gary Busey. Ke- Keanu chases him down <laughs> to the, the ends end of the, the earth, movie, right. but he still lets him go. Right, because he he respected the surf culture. No, he. I know, but why would you? Wouldn't you know that ahead of time before you even get there? He he still had a job to do, right? And he lost his job. Let's be clear. Yeah, he's, he's he lost jobless. his job. Yeah, he's doing it for um, no reason. But you know, he had a partner, Gary Busey. Um, he had a girlfriend, a vision, right? Utah, two and two. <laughs> He then became like best surf mates with Swayze, mm-hmm. right? I mean, life was great. Yeah. But he knows they're robbing banks and he's here. I'm undercover to stop them. And I don't know how he made it through the academy. You know, that's he's top of his class. We don't need to really go into those details because <laughs> it makes no sense. But, <laughs> you know, he's, you got to love the movie. You gotta yeah, love the it's movie. a great movie. It's another movie where I think. I know they made a remake, but if you made that now as an original movie, it would be a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's something, here's the other thing too. It's like Fast and the Furious, Fast and Furious plot, right. pretty much. Exactly. And, right, exactly. Um, the other thing too that I notice, um, I think a lot of movies now, the reason why they don't do as well, I think sometimes they, because of the audience that they're trying to pull into the theaters, I think they're casting a little too young for certain roles. Like everything hunks can't be like a teenager. Like yeah. all these, like everything is teenagers, teenagers, teenagers. Um, and I'm saying, I'm not saying this as like some crotchety like old dude, but I think the movies from the '80s and even if you want to go further back to like the '70s, right? Everyone was an adult, right? The kid was a prop, right? The kid is a prop in a movie. Um, but a lot of these stories are adult stories where mm-hmm. they're like, it makes more sense. You can't be like a tween or nineteen, you know, twenty-one. You haven't lived enough to do all these things that they do in movies nowadays and I think that's why some of it is not as believable even though like any over the top 80s movie you're like this makes no sense you know you killed 1,000 people like (laughs) I think in um, the movie Cobra I think at one point it had like the highest body count you know because he's just on the back of the truck and he's just like you know that movie is also crazy (laughs) exactly Um, but you couldn't make that now it just wouldn't be the same no right because you're making it with a uh, the guy from Harry Potter, right? Like it just—it would be like they just miscast like a lot of movies, and I don't mean Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. I mean the redhead guy. Right? It's just like even worse choice. Wait, who? The in the new one? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying like it would be such a weird casting oh, choice, okay, right? It'd be like Poor Ron Daniel. Weasley, you know? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, what's he? Why maybe they think? need to cast him in a right. new action. It, what's action he up film? to? He's probably doing like taking nine Broadway or something. Yeah, he's probably just counting his Harry Potter money. <laughs> who can blame him? That's a lifetime of money, right there. It is. Those are all streaming on HBO. They were they never, are? yeah. That just started like the beginning of January. Did you just watch Harry Potter one on loop the past couple of days? I uh, awful special effects in the first two movies. The f- I three they start to get better, right? And I love the books. I love Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, by the third movie, they start to get better, and then they become really, really good movies. But I think looking back, the first two they had to be like these kind of books of wonder, amazement, open eye, because you had a huge young audience, so you couldn't get as dark, but the books themselves got dark, right? You had to follow that path. Um, for a while, my biggest problem was um, when Dumbledore died, the actor died, and they replaced him, and mm-hmm. I was like, ugh, I hate this new guy. And then You, <laughs> you just, didn't like him? Yeah, then you just kind of, I just thought the original Dumbledore was much better. Mm. Um, but, you know, what can you I do? I don't like the director, I don't like the director of the 
the new movies and the last like four Harry Potters. They stuck with that guy. Yeah. For t- I want like a fresh set of eyes on these films. What did you think of the um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? I thought it was mediocre. Yeah, it was mediocre at best. Everything looked like dark. Yeah. Gloomy. I think they're all taking place in a different city. I read. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was just okay. Yeah. That was that, that's why like another thing like I'm, I've seen this style of. Harry Potter, the last three Harry Potters. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get somebody else in here. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree know why they trust him so much. I guess maybe the cast loves working for the guy. But, but I think like, also you can't argue with um, the the kind of revenue of those returns, sure. right? So it just it kind of gives you that mm-hmm. kind of leeway to just go and do whatever, right? Um, which is good and bad because think? I think you do need like fresh. Sometimes you need like a fresh perspective or fresh thinking. What do you think about Solo? I don't know when this episode's going to post, but Sol- they haven't even released a trailer yet for Solo. It comes out in like three weeks. Yeah. They I haven't even, even showed like a still. I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't even know. What is... How I, bad must it, it be? It has to be so bad. I mean, I remember... Right? I would love to see like the footage that the two directors showed to Star Wars where they just shit their pants. Like, we need to get these guys out of here. <laughs> but you know what's a shame is that we'll never see that right yeah, and I know never. there's a bootleg cut somewhere that mm-hmm. they stole right we'll never see that um, but you know it's a better movie what they did is better than anything that Ron Howard could do what was the last thing Ron Howard did that was any good like I can't name a movie um, oh you know what Beautiful Mind no uh, Far and Away Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman <laughs> I love that movie <laughs> again Tom Cruise oh, the man, one thing, did you like Last Jedi Get the interview over. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't love it. So I'm in the theater. Is it because you hate women? What? My <laughs> God, man. Yikes. No, no, please. Like, that is not it. No. You know, no, I didn't. Okay. Besides the weird th- uh, throwaway scene where they go to, like, the gambling planet. Which, I thought that was dumb. That was I silly. I thought the whole plot right. line was dumb. It was almost like those original prequels when they were doing, like, the racing. Mm. It was like a distraction from... But they introduced the um, the new character. What's that guy's name who uh, blackmails oh, them? Benicio de Horror. Um So that was just for the introduction of him. But they could have cleaned that up somehow. So it was like a little things like that where I just felt like um, okay, like perfect example. Laura Dern's character. You're like, what's happening here? Is she with us? Is she against us? Yeah. And then she does this like phenomenal thing. And she sacrificed why she, herself. Why didn't she do it sooner? Just, or just kind of tell me. You can trust me. Right. You can yeah, trust I mean, me. The don't audience. Me I mean, here's the thing. The movie starts. I killed the whole squad just to drop these bombs, which is the stupidest bomb dropping apparatus in the history of yeah, like everything. Would, yeah, it takes forever for them right. to get into position. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's the future. Could they have moved any slower? I don't understand that maybe the speed in space and my human weak feeble eyes just didn't comprehend how fast they were actually moving. Couldn't they just turn the ship sideways and slow shoot them crawl. out like a rocket? Slow slow crawl to yeah. death. Everyone was on a slow march to death in that scene <laughs> and he got blamed for it. Um so no, I I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I wanted to love it. Um But here's what's interesting. Um Rogue One I thought was bad. Oh, see the opposite. You loved it? I really like that movie, but the problem is you introduce these interesting characters, but this is the end. You'll never see us again. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, folks. Right? Um, so with that, I was disappointed, right? Because there's no growth there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe you can do like some backstory, but I don't know if they're going to do that. So back to what you were saying. Um, the solo movie, I, I think this is going to be... It doesn't matter. I'm going to go see it anyway, and millions of people are going to yeah. go see it. So it's not going to lose money, but I think there's something to be said about being able to be in the Star Wars franchise and make a great movie. Um, you know the the you know they have one more for this trilogy of the new movies, um, and those will still be in the Star Wars you know canon of mm-hmm. you know really good movies um, because they're not bad movies at all. Um, so it's fine. Um, I don't think, I think another reason why I didn't love it, right? So you grow up with Star Wars, if you're a Star Wars fan, and then they don't make any movies and they make these really bad prequels and then you're clamoring and dying to get back to the original 
characters and storyline and get away from this mess that George Lucas made. Um, so then when you kill off, now I understand that um, Harrison Ford is a grumpy old dude, right? Grumpy old rich dude. You know, uh, like I can't wear my earring on set, you know, like, <laughs> so he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So fine. His character was too smart to fall for that, but that's a part of the story. So fine. But you kill a major character and then, and then very next movie, you kill a major character where he kills himself, or sacrifices mm-hmm. himself or he was spent at it because he didn't like I don't <laughs> you're the most powerful Jedi in the universe and you couldn't like Listen, actually don't you, don't you project yourself astral plane across. projection works I don't know how the, I don't know the distance between the two planets that uh-huh. it, it would have just exhausted his entire energy his force energy um, so but then but that's don't another, you think they have to get rid of these characters to, to make something brand new and no the they do thing? but I think also a part of the love is because you love these characters so much I mean Mark Hamill let himself go, clearly. He's just been doing voiceover. He's been the Joker. and People love him. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's, he's, he's great, in, he's he's in great behind the camera. As, he's in as good a shape as, as Bennett. As Bennett. <laughs> I'd love to see the type of... Because they, they had to get him back in the gym. Yeah, like he I, they had to. to yeah. Yeah. But because, I don't know at, at his age, at that point, right. like if you haven't exercised in 20 years, you're not going to make a huge dent. Right. But he looked better than... Before. Something. <laughs> um... And then, let's go on, let's be honest, Princess Leia. So then she dies of natural causes. So now you've lost these three main characters, mm-hmm. right? So now we're done. So there's only new characters at this point. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that could happen, and I know it's not going to happen because I actually like was searching around the internet, the one character they didn't introduce is uh, Lando, right? Who's, again, you're too old to really come into the movie at this point. Yeah. And what would you bring to the movie? Like, there's nothing that you could actually bring that would help out uh, the final movie in the trilogy. Um, so there are no older characters. So I think it is good to kind of move past that. Um, and I think the new characters are all great. Um, I think Phasma was underused. Yeah, um, when is she going to get her due? Right, like I, you could totally do like a movie. Like she could be in the Han Solo movie or she could have her own standalone movie or something mm-hmm. because that's just a, well, I'd like to believe that that seems like a dynamic character, but maybe not. You know, it could be like the stupid prequels where it's like Boba Fett is just a clone or something yeah. dumb like that. But um, I, I think moving forward, you know, Daisy Ridley, she's great. You know, uh, I think they're all really great characters. Um so you're fine. I mean, you're in good hands, right? Yeah. With these new characters. But JJ's going to do the last one. There's just something about um, that history um, that will be missed. God, what a somber note. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it all came back to Bennett, though. We made it's it, all, we it's made always it about Bennett. Full circle. It's always about Bennett. Yeah, hello. That's it for this episode of Lincoln Bio. If you liked it, awesome. Tweet out a link or Facebook it or whatever you usually do to tell people that you like something, maybe text, I don't know, leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Just let me know on Twitter that you liked it or Instagram, if you use Instagram. If you didn't like it, can't win them all, you know?